Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Welcome back to the airwaves of the Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM stereo and 95.8 in the Boland area. Uh, we are going to be speaking Al-Azhar Institute. Uh, the Al-Azhar Institute is situated in Paul, which is an amazing institute that consists of a primary and a high school. And they are doing some amazing work in the community. We welcome in studio Haji Sadiq Green, who is one of the founder members of the Al-Azhar Institute, uh, as we said here in Paul. Uh, Haji Sadiq, assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah, brother Dewan. How are you doing? Alhamdulillah, shukran for taking out your time, particularly on a Sunday evening, uh, to share with the listeners of uh, the airwaves on the Voice of the Cape, you know, about more about the Al-Azhar Institute. Now, Haji Sadiq, uh, being a founder member, you know, what brought, you know, about this whole realization of the Al-Azhar Institute here in Paul? Ridwan, yeah, um, particularly the fact that uh, most of the parents um, were looking for something where their children uh, will be educated in an Islamic environment. Okay, and uh, when then was this initiative taken? Negotiations between the MJC itself and the Azhar in, in Cairo began sometime late 97. And uh, the Al-Azhar doors opened uh, January 98. Alhamdulillah. So in January 98, uh, the Al-Azhar doors here in Paul opened. And can you maybe share with us, you know, how many, if you can recall, how many uh, teachers uh, did you have at that stage and how many students were there? At that stage, uh, we started off with a principal, two educators and 62 children. Come on, yes. 62 children, two teachers and one uh, principal. Okay, and uh, so the in then obviously you know one would one then want to ask the question: Since 1998, has the institute then grown in terms of number? Um, you know, with 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 everything, there's challenges, Ridwan. Um, up till now, I will say for 10 years since 98, I was in the in the steering capacity of Al Azhar. From there onwards, I can't really say anything with regards to what is the uh, growth or whatever. But mm-hmm. since we started off in 98, we had uh, a growth potential of between uh, 20 and 25% per annum. When I left here, we were about 350 children from 62 when we started off with the Okay, classes. alhamdulillah. <coughs> and maybe just for the listeners, uh, Haji uh, Sadiq, you know, where in Paul exactly or particularly is the Al-Azhar Institute situated? It's situated next to the mosque in the Mahadul Islam uh, Center, uh, Lapid Street. And the other part of this, uh, the, the side of it is Abitur Road. Okay. Now, I believe you know that uh, the Al-Azhar Institute, apart from having a primary and a high school, that you do, that they're doing quite well uh, within the community. Maybe just give us an indication of what are some of the issues, you know, that they deal with or assist with or get involved with within the community of Paul. Those days, um, we were very much involved in the Islamic environment where the, 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 the uh, schools within the Western Cape. Okay. And we had regular interaction, like athletics and stuff like that, you know. Alhamdulillah. 
Okay, and uh, obviously, you know, so you, they've been in existence, obviously, alhamdulillah, as you said, they have grown, you've given us an indication of where they are. Just a reminder once again quickly to our listeners that you can participate in the program called the Education in Dawa here on the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo, 95.8 in the Boland area, by sending us your SMS to the number 47913, our SMS line 47913. Now, we, have, we are joined in studio by Haji Sadiq Green, who is one of the founder members of the Al-Azhar Institute here in the Paul area. Anything else I just think that you maybe want to share, you know, with the listeners with regards to the Al-Azhar Institute? Brother uh, Rwan, 98, um, we started with humble beginnings. Um, 62 parents decided that they want their children to be in an Islamic environment. While saying that, um, we started off with absolutely nothing. We, there, was, there was infrastructure, there was like uh, classrooms and stuff like that. But to run a school, we didn't even have chalk at that time, right? We <laughs> 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 uh, yesterday, we can laugh about it. Uh, my daughter, alhamdulillah, started off here in grade one. She's busy today. Uh, she, she, she ended off in a matric year. She's busy here today with a master's degree in industrial psychology with UWC. Alhamdulillah. So, yes, w- the school had is very good um, impact. I can say that because as a parent, as a, 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 a executive member at that time of Al-Azhar, and now one of my children uh, is one of the uh, pioneers mm-hmm. what, what came out of, 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 of Al-Azhar. This is not that there was 14 students in 2000 and I have to count now, I think it was 2008, mm-hmm. that had matriculated out of Al-Azhar, out of the 62 that started off. Okay. You know, there was a bit politic and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and challenges and streams that we have to follow, different educational streams that people say that they would rather left Al-Azhar to go to other schools in order to accommodate their children for whatever stream they want to go into. Mm-hmm. Um, we had the Al-Azhar Shuyuk in the beginning here, from uh, uh, the Al-Azhar uh, University of, of, of Cairo. That was one of the saddest things that happened in my time, that they left because of certain uh, political interference uh, at that time. Um, the government say yes, they're not going to issue any work permits to them and blah, blah, all those relevant things because um, we must first seek for employment locally before they will give that uh, employment to international educators. But those, those were the people that brought the Baraka to Paul. Um, I can say that today because once one of our assistant imams currently mm-hmm. is a product of, of what came out of the, the uh, other contribution. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. Uh, well, uh, to, to, to manage sort of really, you know, to be part of an executive committee with regards to an institute, and particularly we're speaking <coughs> now the Al-Azhar Institute in Paul, mm. to manage both a primary and a high school uh, must certainly have had some of its challenges apart from what you've mentioned already, Haji Sadiq. Yes, Alhamdulillah, what happened is, um, you know, there's one thing that I said if I must maybe give you a, a background as to what the challenges were. The challenges were finance mm-hmm. at the end of the day. In our fourth year, we approached uh, the Department of Education. At that time, it was, I think, Cameron Dagmo, if I'm not mistaken, the minister of the MEC of, of Education in, in, in the Western Cape, through a lady who was working with the, with the department at that time, um, Navia Bota, and she arranged for us a meeting in Cape Town. And we sat down with the Minister of Edu- Education at that time, the MEC, and his proposal at that time was, why don't you go public? Mm-hmm. We say, no, we want to keep our status as a private institute. We don't want to go public. What you need to understand 
is that we educate also uh, um, what you call that peop- uh, children that need help. Mm-hmm. So what you need to understand is the school needs help. Mm-hmm. And we stood on that point and we uh, put emphasis on that to him. Currently, alhamdulillah, the school is getting something like 700,000 rand per annum from the Department of Education, mm-hmm. right? So that was in the fourth year. Prior to that, you can, uh, you can imagine, imagine what the yeah. challenges were. But you know what was the, the fuel at that time? The love of a child, mm-hmm. the power of love for any child. That was the fuel, the dedication that the people put in in order to raise funding and to arrange uh, 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 any, any uh, uh, fundraising a- a activities at that time. Mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah. Well, it certainly is almost kind of what we refer to as a feel-good story. Yes. Uh, Haji Sadiq, you know, if one speaks. Uh, one of the questions I have, I know, for example, that in Cape Town, for example, there's mm. also an Al-Azhar Institute. Yeah. I'm not too sure, you know, is there a link or a direct link between the Al-Azhar Institute here in Paul and the Al-Azhar Institute in Cape Town, for example. Yeah, those days we had a very good uh, relationship because most of our uh, uh, um, Islamic part, the Al-Azhar Islamic uh, books and stuff like that were kept there in, in, in Cape Town and we used to have go through and go fetch it over there and bring mm-hmm. it down to Paul. To, to Paul. But uh, on an educational level or a curriculum or what can I say, a secular level, there was also very much a good interaction. I don't know what happening currently, but there was very good links between our Al-Azhar in Paul, we even uh, attended meetings in PE, there was Al-Azhar, we attended meetings in Durban, there was Al-Azhar, there was Al-Azhar in Joburg, those people used to come down. So we, uh, a, a regular workshop around the, ex- the, the, the existence and the future of the Al-Azhar. Mm-hmm. Let me just at this stage, once again, okay, quickly just remind our listeners that you can participate in the program called the Education in Daba here on the Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM Stereo and 95.8 in the Boland area. Uh, just a reminder once again that the views expressed on the program called the Education in Daba does not necessarily reflect the views of the Voice of the Cape, its management or the staff. Now, Yasira, you've been quite... Uh, 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 quite quiet this evening. Any quick comment from your side with regards to the Al-Azhar Institute? Shukran, Ridwan. I think it's really, you know, such an achievement for Paul <coughs> to have an institution like this. It's not easy. Most of the things happen in Cape Town. Yeah. But the fact that, you know, there is communication, that there is a working relationship, right. that it has grown from 68 children to 350 since the last time. 62. 62. Um, I mean, that's a huge amount of, of, of people who yeah. said, you know what, we entrust our children, right. both the Islamic and secular education with right. our Azhar. And I mean, what else can we say? But Alhamdulillah and mashallah, you know, to our Azhar here in Paul. Just a quick question, you know, in our secular education, um, you know, extracurricular activities is, is you know, something that children do partake in. Does Al-Azhar have that? Do they partake with other Islamic schools, um, you know, extramural activities like sports, etc.? Yeah, I think there is. I think Sheikh Ahmad can elaborate more on that because he's currently with the Al-Azhar uh, uh, with regards to that. But in our, uh, uh, in my time when I was here, right, I, I had pioneers here like the uh, uh, Muhammad Kamaldin and uh, treasurer, the, the ex-principal, Mr. Rafik Thompson, uh, the previous uh, chairperson, Mr. Lutfi Hendricks, uh, Abu Martinez, and those people, those were the flank. You know, in a scrum, you need very good <laughs> flanks in order to make it a successful rugby game. Now, this was our challenge here at Al-Azhar. You know, we used to sit right through the night, 
planning and discussing and brainstorming and all those type of things. Uh, with regards to your question, yes, there was interaction with Al Azhar Cape Town, various other schools with port activities. Once the Jamaat got their activities here in, uh, locally, then we invite other schools and other uh, uh, in the vicinities of, of PAL or outside of PAL to partake in, in, in a program, maybe the Saturday morning or whatever. So yes, there is extra uh, 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 activities that's, that's happening on a regular basis because you, you, you know, you must develop the child holistically. It, it, it doesn't mean you just have to concentrate on education or his Islamic education. You must also give his, his right to develop his body physically. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Haji Sadiq, uh, certainly has been a pleasure having you here in the studios of The Voice of the Cape, and particularly, as we said, in the Boland area. Yeah. Uh, just to remind our listeners, if you have just joined us, we are broadcasting here from the Boland studios yeah. of The Voice of the Cape, which is out in the Paul area yeah. at the Leopard Street Mosque. Uh, and certainly, uh, we have had, we've had a quick discussion with uh, Haji um, Sadiq Green uh, with regards to the Al-Azhar Institute here in mm. Paul. Haji, we want to say a very big shukran to you, uh, and want to wish you everything of the best inshallah amen inshallah by shukran ridwan Jaza- and his assistant Jazakumullah. Uh, i didn't get the lady's name oh that is yasira adonis oh yasira adonis shukran. And the, uh, the engineer yeah, yeah our talib engineer yes. yeah. uh, very big shukran and uh, i don't know if zarina is still around yeah um, yes the yes that is zarina our producer we oh, all just came producer. down okay yes. she's the one with the brains here okay. yes that's the lady <laughs> with the brains there we go okay shukran zazil and all the best ones again uh, to Haji Sadiq, inshallah on that inshallah. note uh, we're gonna go for a quick ad break and when we come back we'll continue with the program called education in daba here on the voice of the cape